Welcome, folks, back to the Jimmy O Show after our Mardi Gras delay. Glad to be back. I am here with a fellow uh, traveler in life, a fellow office lineman, Mr. Joey Claybrook. Joey, yeah, I'm good. Joey, Joey, we're here in the room fitness and uh, stack coaching studios. Glad to have everyone tune in. So, Joey, left tackle. Coming back for six year now, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. It's, it's it's I'm talking to him. He's uh, you know, all my guests have been fantastic. But actually, I'm talking to you know an old man at this point. You know, he's 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 kind of seen a lot in his career. Uh, Joey from Starkville, Mississippi, right? Yes, sir. Now, before we get into all of the show, I, I did you get, make any of the baseball games this weekend? I did. Yeah, okay, I went to Saturday. Oh, you went Saturday? Yeah, that was that was funny. I actually walked in. Uh, I walked in with one of my kids. It, we uh, another one had a soccer game, and I walked in. And it was ten to two. We were losing, and so like I literally missed none of the bad and got all of the good. Yeah, <laughs> is it for those that don't know? Tulane came back and won that game eleven ten with a walk off homer in the bottom of the tenth by Ethan Groff. Um, so it was cool. Yeah, I was there for the whole comeback. But one one thing I really got a kick out of, and I and I. And we'll get into a little bit about central eastern Mississippi. But uh, I was walking in with some of the fans, and the, the Tulane had the signs out for no artificial noisemakers. Yeah. <laughs> no cowbells. With, like, a picture of a cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were walking in. Uh, my son and I were walking in Friday night and with some state fans around us. And we could overhear them. They're saying, man, I think they put those signs up just for us. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what, what about that? You know, I was like, yep, they sure did. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen those around before. Oh, sir. Um, so, uh, Joey, Starkville, like we, uh, we talked about before the show, um, you know, I guess I don't know this. Did you grow up, born and raised there your whole life? So I was actually born in Macon, Georgia. Okay. Um, moved to Tuscaloosa, Alabama until I was in the third grade and then moved to Starkville and basically grew up there. So okay. Starkville is really home where I grew up. Yeah, what, what was the reason for all the moving? Uh, my dad's job. He mm. works for the National Forest Service. So my mm. family actually now lives in Kentucky, southeast Kentucky. But uh, yeah, Starkville is where I grew up. But my parents went to state, so it was a cool place to grow yeah. up and see them there. Yeah, now, so your dad's in th – this this is not for everyone, but but those who know, know. Uh, your dad's sort of in Raylan Givens' territory now that from Justified. Oh, yeah. 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 Seriously, southeast Kentucky, it's – yeah, there's nothing out there. <laughs> that, that, that's one of my uh, favorite characters of, of all time. Um, if you haven't seen it, you need to watch Justified. Um, yeah, so, you know, I told you before, my wife – Grew up uh, actually at nine. They moved again for her dad's job. They moved to South Carolina, but uh, kindergarten uh, um, age zero to nine, she grew up in Preston, Mississippi. Yeah, and, and I mentioned that to you before, and you knew where Preston was. And I am going to go out on a limb that this is, I think, episode eight or nine of the Jimmy O Show, whichever one it is. I will go to episode two hundred, and I will not have another guest <laughs> that knows what Preston, Mississippi is. Probably not. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Preston, basically, for you, for those, most of you who don't know, Preston has one four-way stop sign, and there are no red lights. Um, there's a great corn mill, though, uh, Cyples Mill. Oh, wow. You can make some, some – it's a, it's a long run. In 200 years on Kipper Lake, there's a water-driven corn mill, and you can – it's sort of the honor system. You can – there's bags of cornmeal out, and you can go – Put the money down and get your That's bag cool. of cornmeal. Yeah, makes a great cornmeal, and and my wife claims the only way 
to make cornmeal. You don't you don't put flour and all that stuff yeah. in it. It's just the cornmeal and and the cast iron skillet. Yep. Yeah. You you know a little bit about oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Southern cooking. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, you gotta get eat that. You get some some field peas or something with it. Get some uh, butter beans. Yeah, <laughs> yes, speaking speaking your language, I oh, imagine. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, so, Joey, how many brothers sisters do you have? I've got a little brother and a little sister. Uh, my little brother's in tenth grade, going to eleventh grade. He's mm-hmm. actually left tackle as well. Oh yeah. Uh, my little sister, <clears throat> she's in seventh grade, um, and this past year she played seventh grade basketball, eighth grade basketball, ninth grade basketball. JV and got a lot of playing time on varsity. Oh as wow! Well. So, it's, it's yeah. a seventh grader. <laughs> yeah, it's a seventh grader. She uh, she's almost six foot, and she's she's gonna be a really good basketball player. Okay. Now now I suspect you did. Did you play any basketball? I up? did. Uh, so my dad he played basketball in college at a small school in Georgia, mm-hmm. Grange, Georgia. So that was my first you know real sport, and he really pushed me to play basketball. And it, I think it helped a lot with football, um, but I played a lot of basketball growing up and kind of moved away from it. <clears throat> yeah, actually, you know, when I was being recruited, it, that was one of the things that coaches actually came out to watch you play basketball because yeah. they wanted to see, you know, I was kind of, I, I, I was at a double A school in Louisiana, and so I was a lot bigger than, mm-hmm. than everybody I was playing against, and they wanted to kind of see how you moved against more athletic guys. Yeah. And, at least some of them stuck around and kept kept the offers open. Thankfully, gluten free life. But uh, you know, you learn quickly. It's like it's you, you're always the biggest guy on the team, right? Yeah. And, and you're six six. You, you're you're because you're six six now. Six yes. five. Yeah, six six, six six and a half. Yeah, 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 six six. And so you know that's really tall for high school. But you know, as a five, as a center, six yeah. six. That's not big, right? yeah, or it's not yeah. tall at least. So we were. My high school is pretty good at all the sports, so I got to about ninth grade, and we brought a kid in that was six eleven in the ninth grade, <laughs> okay. and I figured out pretty quick that uh, I was going to have to play something different than center. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> kind of worked my way out of basketball and soccer football. So, did you play football ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, or did you actually start football later? Uh, no, I've always played football. Oh, okay, uh, basketball I stopped in the ninth grade. Um, and just stuck with football. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Starkville High, did y'all, y'all win any championships yes, during sir. your time there? I thought y'all did. Yes, sir. In 2015, we won the state championship, uh, beat Pedal High School. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we yeah. had somebody from Pedal. We've got two from Pedal right now. Yeah. Who? Uh, receivers, Pat and Deuce. Oh, that's Watson. right. Okay. I knew, I knew somebody yes, on the roster. And we had uh, Stefan Hutterson. He went and to Stephon Big East. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was actually on that team that I played. Uh, we were in the same class. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So. He's a good running back. He is. Um, yeah. I, you know, Stefan was never the flashiest guy of all the running backs we had, but it's like, you know, what was that year? The COVID year, you know, he was just a end up being oh, a yeah. bell cow. Yes, sir. It was best yeah. year for us. Um, and so, you know, yeah, I mean, that's so cool that, you know, and, and it's, it's crazy. And you, you actually have some perspective now because you've been out six years when you're, winning a high school championship you kind of you know it's your whole universe right you, oh, you, yeah. it's hard it's hard to see the world being much bigger than that oh yeah my uh year we won state we actually played on espn mm-hmm. our second game versus oxford they called it the little egg bowl they still do <laughs> yeah and uh yeah no you <clears throat> you think that's the world and 
you know, it, it is, you, you still look back and those are some of the best years of your life. And, um, but you get to college and it's, it's completely different. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, everybody's good. And yeah. So you got to work a little bit harder and, you know, yeah, I mean, I, that, that's sort of the deal, right? Like I, in high school, um, you might have to, I don't want to say get up. That's probably not right because you're excited. You you only get a limited number of games. But, I mean, you really – you were really only – I mean, if you're a, a college prospect, you know, you're only challenged a couple times a year, three times a year. Yeah. Well, for me, I actually – we – our whole front seven, I think, one D1 – so, oh, so so yeah. on defense on yeah. practice every day uh, you were yeah you, yeah, yeah. challenge every day um sure dn that went to mississippi state kobe jones he's actually with the falcons right now mm -hmm. uh willie gay uh you might have heard of yeah. his name sure yeah plays for the chiefs uh he was actually in my class um but no we had a lot of a lot of talent on yeah. those teams yeah the friday night was a breeze after oh yeah after, after practice yeah yes sir it was <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was ready to give you uh, all the credit for your state championship run, and yeah, it, turned, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it turns out you had a no. D one front seven. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, AJ Brown is sure. Titans receiver. Yeah. He was on that team. Um, I mean, guys across the board, UTSA defensive end uh, Lorenzo, um, whole bunch of guys went to East Mississippi Community mm. College last year. Last chance, you, yeah, yeah. Um, ton of them, you know, the Mississippi Juco system. It's, it, it's it pretty loaded. Into, yeah. Now, it, no, Nick went to Jones. Yeah. Nick went, Nick to, went Jones. to Jones. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and so did Fat and Deuce. Right. They were Jones as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, uh, it was funny. Charlotte, my wife's, um, uncle was a 30 year state legislator in Mississippi, uh, Cecil Simmons. And, and he, they were in for the state game and he, you know, we talked for about 20 minutes about East Mississippi and scuba. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he just, he goes there. I mean, you know, other yeah. people go to Starkville, other people go to Oxford, you know, he, he likes watching the, the yeah, game, the East Mississippi Kemper games. County. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. No, they're fun. Uh, mm -hmm. we grew up going to them. Uh, you talk about it out in the middle of nowhere. That's yeah. all they got yeah. is that football. They got a subway and a gas station. Yeah. And I think they just switch back and forth eating like gas station chicken, my buddies, and subway. <laughs> and uh, whenever they want to get out of the dining hall. Um, but no, it's it's a great uh, thing going JUCO, I think. Mm. You know, it worked out for a lot of my buddies, and um, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, and, and speaking of up that way, you know, you got um, – um, you got the, the the um East Mississippi, but then Neshoba County Fair. That's the I guess oh, the yeah. only other reason <laughs> people actually come into the. Oh, yeah. You got you know it's basically Neshoba County's right there, and Kemper's next to it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, people actually make a trek. The Mannings actually used to. Uh, yeah. My wife was talking to Archie one time. So how's that work? Archie, the father's um, wife's family is from Philadelphia. Really? Uh, wow. and, and there's a general store there that I think her family owns. And, and they actually would make a trek in when the boys yeah. were, were younger to go to the Kachua County uh, Fair of all places. Uh, yeah. No, that's, uh, <laughs> that's its own thing, too. Yeah, man. That's something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it's cool, man. I mean, it's got its own, like, just cool culture. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and, and the greatest thing about getting out there, and, and Starkville is much the same way. I mean, we went up to Starkville. I mean, you just – it's something about being able to get out. Like the stars are brighter. Oh yeah, <laughs> the air is cleaner. You know, just it just you feel different. You feel freer. Yes, uh, sir. In that environment. Yeah, 
Do you no. still look to get out? At, 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 I uh, mean, I know your parents moved away. Do you, do you still look for the country sometimes to oh, kind of yeah. get away? You know, growing up in Starkville, I <clears throat> I wanted everything to get out of there, really. Mm. And uh, come to New Orleans is the biggest thing on earth to me. But, you know, after living here, you realize what you missed. And, you know, so, yeah, definitely one day I'd love – it doesn't have to be Starkville or anything like that, mm. but I'd love to get out of the city a little bit. Yes, sir. Um yeah, you, you um, keep you away from my wife. She's constantly <laughs> on me to uh, to to take her up on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's got as good and bad. Yes, certainly. It. I mean, she's a country girl at heart. Yeah. I can't help it. But um, yeah, and I I grew up in the country, St. James Parish, um, uh, and and but that's it's a little different because it's it's directly between New Orleans and Baton Rouge, and so you're so close to the two cities yeah. that you kind of got some influence, even mm-hmm. though. Yeah. childhood was great you know neighborhood you always had a ball game available to you and so forth yeah somebody to play with um all right so um uh, we're a state championship guy um when when did you sort of get the feeling that you were going to be somebody who was going to be able to take the next step to college um after my junior year so i actually didn't even i didn't start until the second game of my junior year mm-hmm. the espn game i was telling you about so <clears throat> I didn't get much look at before then. It's probably after my junior year. Um, a couple of junior colleges offered me, and I started getting a few D1 scholarships, and it was kind of like I could play football in the next level, and <clears throat> it was really exciting. Uh, get your school paid for, you know, and mm-hmm. just to play football at all at the next level. You know, a lot of people don't get to do that. It's a blessing in itself, so – yeah, yeah. Now that you uh, and and then you also get to you know, you get some strange looks walking around Tulane's campus, being you know six, oh, six yeah. and a half and, yeah. and three hundred pounds, and you know, but but like me, you know, you you, you pull it off, you look good doing it, right? Yes, <laughs> you, 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 try. You, you show off how smart you are sometimes too. <laughs> no, no, try, no, try to be a little quieter, class. Yeah, <laughs> there's some smart kids at Tulane. They are, Very yeah, smart kids. Yeah, you you learn that quickly growing up. As a, you know, I was a big fish in a small pond, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, oh yeah. okay, <laughs> it's a little different here. Yeah, um, culturally, it was a lot different for sure, but yeah. but you, you grow to love it. Um, mm-hmm. So okay, so when you chose Tulane, um, who were sort of other choices you were looking at? So I think I had four or five offers. I had South Florida, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, Georgia State. Um, UTSA, and I think one more. Can't remember the other one. Um, but no. So my dad grew up in Biloxi, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and um, growing up, we'd come down and visit our grandparents, and we would always venture to New Orleans because I've got a great uncle that lives in Slidell as okay. well. So <clears throat> stop in Slidell, hang out, you know, come hang out in New Orleans, and um, just being close to somewhat of family. It was important, and I was pretty familiar with New Orleans in the area. So growing up, coming down, and uh, you know the school, the level of education you get at Tulane, and then the high level of football uh, it was a no-brainer for me. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about you know a few others, but once Tulane offered me, it was it was pretty straightforward where I was going to go. Yeah, I mean, and on that list, other than 
UL Lafayette. It was, you know, you talked about how you're ready to get out of Starkville, get to a city. You, you those yeah. are all pretty big cities. Yes, sir. You, you know, uh, yeah. Tampa and Atlanta and, and mm-hmm. New Orleans. I'm glad you chose New Orleans. Yes, sir. I am too. Uh, uh, and, and definitely the best school of the bunch. Yes, so. sir. Um, yeah. All right. Well, good. Well, so uh, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about on the field. How about off the field? What? Um, I guess you're you're probably already graduated. Twice. Twice. Okay. <laughs> so so tell us about that. What what, um, what are your degrees in? So undergrad, I got a um, business management degree and a minor in finance, mm-hmm. and then my master's is in uh, business analytics. I just finished that up in December. Um, so now I'm working on a cybersecurity certificate. Absolutely. Kind of wanted to stay in the uh, data and tech field, you know. Um, don't want to move away from analytics too much, and so I've only I'm taking like 12 hours this entire year, and really <laughs> focusing on football. Um, and then that'll be it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I mean, I remember when I was uh, I graduated in four years, but but when I was going into the fourth year, I only had twenty one hours left, and I was scheduling it. I was gonna like for a moment, I was gonna take them all. Yeah, that football season. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, it's like as long as because all you have to do is have twelve mm-hmm. to be full time, and that makes you eligible. So I took the twelve, and then my last spring, I took uh, modern dance a CPR class in like one history seminar that didn't have any tests. Yeah. So <laughs> basically didn't go to school my last, yeah. my last semester. Um, but, but with respect to you, man, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, that's obviously where the world's headed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I was just at a conference and, and dealing with just, you know, where cyber is going in terms of the risk environment that exists. I mean, obviously yes, there's so. a lot of, uh, opportunity there as well but i mean it's our, our world's increasingly digital yeah um, and so. <clears throat> my thought process on it was i'm sure you know and uh anybody else knows that coach fritz is he's a big analytics guy mm-hmm. you ever watch shane he walks around with his big textbook on the sideline <laughs> and uh, he'll come in the huddle before we go on the field and he'll be like fourth and five this down fourth and six uh we're going for it fourth and three we're going for it um, so I figured, you know, if Coach Ritz is using this for football, it's got to be pretty important in the world itself. So yeah, and, you know, <clears throat> I didn't actually notice realize he did that. That's interesting. So so you'll know. Um, so sometimes he'll tell you. I mean, like if it's a timeout or something before a third down play, you, you know, all right, guys. Yeah. If, if it's fourth and three, we're going for it here. So. Yeah. You kind of know going in the play before. Yeah, well, he'll start situationally. He'll normally do it on a series, and it might come to that too. Mm-hmm. Like before a series, it'll be like fourth and three or less. We're going for it, or whatever it is for mm-hmm. what the book says for that. So that's <clears throat> it's pretty interesting. Yeah, you know, one thing I noticed with Coach, Ray, I mean, he 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 tends to, and and you know, I don't know if it's a matter of, uh, and you can tell us, he, he, he gives you guys a lot of rope. In other words, he, he, he trusts you guys to act like men. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, and and he, carry yourself. And, and I guess as long as you don't abuse that, Oh yeah. He, he continues to give you that respect. Huh? Yes, sir. No, Coach Rich is a great guy. I've loved playing for him. Um, and he, he really respects everybody in the program. Um, and he does, he does let us do what we want as long as it's, <clears throat> smart you know and uh no he he prides himself too on recruiting good guys and uh you know our our team is really truly full of a bunch of great dudes and mm-hmm. um treat everybody with respect i, I really believe that so it's yeah. a good program to be around 
Now, is it something where where you got to kind of earn it to a degree, or is it like everybody starts with a clean slate and you you get the rope and it, it, after, you almost have to disarm it? In oh, other yeah. words, he, no. he, he reins you in a little bit if you, you kind of step out of line. Oh yeah, he'll let you know. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's he he really is truly caring about every one of his players, and he'll talk to anybody for as long as he needs to. So mm-hmm. he's he's a great guy. To play yeah. For. Uh, you know, sure, uh, you, your boy Tuggle, another Mississippi tackle. You yep. didn't have to, you, you know, <laughs> keep him in line a little bit. He, uh, no, he, he, Tuggle's quiet. He's from Mize, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So people think that I'm from a small town. No, <laughs> Mize is – there's nothing in Mize. Yes, yeah. uh, Starkville's actually has a decent amount of, like, shops and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a, you know, mm-hmm. for Mississippi, it's a decent-sized place. but It is. Um, college town, you know, it obviously. Is. Yeah, it's a true college town. Mm-hmm. If Mississippi State wasn't there, I don't know if the town would how booming it would be. <laughs> right. uh, so how about how about him? And we're going to talk about your injury. I mean, he missed all of this year with injury. How's Trey coming along? He's doing really well. Um, he's flexible guy. Like he plays all positions. Mm-hmm. Um, very positive kid. Uh, really strong. He's he's got that country strong. I'm sure you've yeah, oh, yeah. seen that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he's he's a great. <clears throat> great player, great dude. He's it, he's doing really well. And and we're now back on the field. Is he able to practice contact? Yes, sir. Uh I think he was he started a little bit last year. He had a weird injury, like a foot injury. Mm-hmm. Um and it set him out for like you said the year. And uh but no, he's he's back full go. Good. And and so in terms of um you know, so now we've started spring ball. Mm-hmm. Um how reliant I mean in, in our new offensive line coach I've forget his name uh nagavi coach nagavi coach nagavi came from georgia state he did and he was we had coach wade briefly yeah uh, and he went off to be closer to his wife's home home area yeah um but coach nagavi uh how's it been i mean he's only been around a couple weeks i think a few days six days i think six days (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh he's he's a really positive guy too you know Mm -hmm. he brings great energy um very technical everything he does and what we've seen so far and uh they just love his energy that he brings to the room so mm-hmm. it's it's been really good six days so yeah far. yeah so i mean this is in six years now it's been a little strange but the number of offensive line coaches you have is pretty impressive yeah because let's see it's six this is six. six yeah so who was before coach kennedy atkins uh, Right, Alex Atkins, who I think is now the offensive coordinator of Florida State. Yes, sir. Yeah, so yep. Coach Atkins was a great dude, right? He was. He yeah. was fun. Um, yeah, we had Coach Atkins, Coach Kennedy, Coach Barnett, um, Coach Watt, Coach Wade, and now Coach Nagavi. Yeah, and so I, I, we'll leave Coach Nagavi out of it because he's only six days in the job. He hadn't yet. <laughs> which was your favorite of the the group? I. Can't say I had a favorite. They're probably uh, not gonna watch. Yeah, <laughs> you can be honest. I mean, I, <laughs> they, you know, there's, there's only so many different ways to play offensive line. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, you can make it as hard as you want or as easy as you want to uh, learn how to block somebody or scheme, and right. you know, um, so it's each one of them. I've I've taken bits and pieces of each one of them, and it's it's been cool to see just. Um, like all these different styles of coaching and different techniques and uh i think it's been it's going to be good for us this year mm-hmm. um so we've got a as you know we've got a pretty mature room of guys now 
Um, so uh, I think it'll be good having all those coaches. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, well, you know, I mean, in part, part of the, um, part of the, 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 the challenge with all the turnovers is that you could end up with a lot of change of terminology or preferences yeah. in terms of a scheme. Um, but has it been more or less consistent with what you're familiar with? I mean, you've kind of seen it all now. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's terminology can change. Um, but like I said, there's only so many different ways to block yeah. certain, yeah. you know, and so if we, you know, Tulane's filled with a bunch of smart guys. We're a smart football team, so terminology does change. We pick it up pretty quick, and mm -hmm. we dedicated ourselves to make sure we learn that terminology. So, yeah, am I correct now that um, I'm thinking now through the line of it? Will Laws did come back, right? Another, yes, he did. Another Mississippi yes, guy. You know, one thing I always notice, you know, both Tariq's become a really versatile and 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 talented tight end. He's probably a guy who, uh, I'd imagine get a chance on Sundays, but. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one thing I thought Will really brought, just watching as a fan, is Will's almost like a six offensive lineman. Oh yeah, in He's, terms of run blocking game, uh, right? Yeah, no, he'll he'll put his nose in there and block. Mm -hmm. uh, it's awesome having Will and playing next to him. We came in the same class, so it's his sixth mm -hmm. year too. Uh, but no, he's not afraid to block. Yeah. He's not. I mean, it, it, there were times where it, you could see the difference. I mean, yeah. when he when he came in, it was it was go time uh, in terms of set you know helping set set an edge offensively, and some of the combo blocks you and he would make, and yeah, you know, we we had some we had some pretty good runs in there. Um, in, in terms of um, where we're lining up now, I mean, people are bouncing around, but who's at least sort of looking to fill the void left by Corey at this point? Uh, everybody's, you know, all our, all of us can play every position. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, some of us will stick to tackle, but we can both play left and right. Same with the guards. So we'll, we bounce around and there's nowhere near, you know, we're nowhere near <clears throat> a set line at all yet. So sure. Sure. You, you've stayed at tackle though. Yes, I have. So I played right my first two or three years mm -hmm. and switched to left and, mm -hmm. you know, it's, <clears throat> you gotta be able to do it all, especially if you want to play next level, they're sure. going to expect you to. Yeah, no, it's it's as you certainly you have the prototypical tackle build, but I mean, you know, there's a lot of guys on Sundays that act, that have that tackle build who are actually playing inside now. Yeah. You know, you yes, just sir. never know. Yeah, but um, uh, right now, I mean, um, I'm I'm trying to think through. You know, sincere is obviously going to stay at center, almost yes, certainly, and then you're very likely going to stay out at left tackle. Um, Trey's back. You got Ra Ra Green. Is he kind of playing both right now? Yeah, he's he's sticking to right too. Um, he's sticking to right tackle. At the yeah, moment. and he can he can play both. Um, you got jo Josh Remitich is Josh out Remitich, there. Jackson Fort, mm -hmm. Caleb Thomas. Mm -hmm. um, we got a new tackle, Sully uh, Hudson. Lewis. Oh, that's right. He's playing with you. He, he's he's practicing with you guys. Yes, sir. Sully Burns, mm -hmm. Joseph Solomon, mm -hmm. um, and you know we <clears throat> play them all. You learn to play them all and. It really, if you really study offensive line and look at the different blocks, I mean, <clears throat> you might be changing positions, but you're you're really doing the same thing and like run blocking wise and the angles. And, sure, you know it's so. Yeah, you either the front side and any kind of yeah. combo. You either front or backside, and mm -hmm. like your your initial punch and leave technique or yeah. your takeover techniques all going to be the yes, sir. same. So know? once you learn it, you can you can do them all if you really commit to it so mm -hmm. yes sir yeah it gets uh, i found that playing guard you know i i 
played it so poorly. I was I was I wasn't good enough at tackle, so they was like, "Well, let's try you at guard." I was so bad at poor. I was like, "Are you worse here?" So they put me back out. But the one big difference is that the contact comes so much quicker. Yeah, at yeah. guard. Um, but you know, I found, and you tell me if this is just I'm being silly, but you know, like you said, run blocking is kind of very similar to both sides, and I also feel like your run blocking technique once you have it, you you. you you can get stronger and you can pl- learn to play with better leverage and that'll make you a better run blocker. But, but you know, there's less variance in terms of play, play by play in, in terms of your performance. So you, you, in other words, you're either a good run blocker or you're a bad run blocker and, and oh, may, yeah. maybe you get better year over year, but play to play, it's kind of the same. <laughs> Whereas to me, pass blocking was had a much more uh, mental component to it from a confidence standpoint. No doubt. You know, you get beat a couple times, and it's it gets in your head. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And then now you're you maybe short setting, or you 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 know you're not punching at the right time. You're getting a weak punch on, or whatever. Like you just a guy beat you a couple times, and now all of a sudden, he, yes, sir. You know, yeah. it's almost like a golf swing. It's like now now you're having all these swing yeah. thoughts when you're hitting, and yes, sir. <laughs> no, there's definitely an art to pass blocking. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas run blocking, you know, you have a good enough mindset that you're gonna blow the guy off the ball in front mm-hmm. of you. <clears throat> nine times out of ten you you will if you put your mind to it um but yeah pass blocking it's like you said confidence is it's very important um you study the guys now in the nfl and college guys that are really good at it you know they're they're always like changing up their sets mm-hmm. on uh defensive ends because as you as you know defensive ends they're just getting more and more athletic <laughs> right. by the day right um so you you really got to change up <clears throat> how you're attacking those guys and pass blocking, and it is a confidence thing. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 you know you can watch film on them now. One one difference y'all had, you know, we used to have to get we would get like VHS ta- VHS <laughs> ta- tapes of cutups. Yeah, uh, have a few games or whatever, and like I live with some other office alignment. We would just sit in a you know you can sit in the living room and watch games together. That's awesome. But now you, I mean y'all can get like oh, yeah. every single play clips of every play that these guys have played and watch it on an iPad. Yeah, or watch it on a laptop. Yeah, or whatever phone, laptop. Whatever so, you got, yeah. Now, of course, they could do that to you, um, but there's only so much they're going to get from off- watching offensive linemen. I mean, like you said, like, oh, he likes he he has a tendency to use a short short set to sort of throw off time and yeah. whatever. But like, yeah. there's only so many things you can do in a yeah, passing so. down. You're either going to take your standard set, you're going to you know short set. I mean, you know, there yeah. ain't a whole bunch. Everything else is kind of dictated by him. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, and what? What you really try to do is make sure you dictate the set. That's important to – or dictate the rep. Uh, that's really important as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a good feeling, though. When, you, when you're in a good good place, pass block in terms of, like, you just – when you're feeling athletic, when you're feeling quick. Yeah. It, it's a good <laughs> it, feeling. It's it kind of like, like, no matter what you come with, dude, I'm – Yeah. There's <laughs> you ain't coming like close. To the yeah. Pockets going to be clean. Yes, sir. No doubt. Um, so – um and and so you know you've seen a lot um over the career you know one thing i think people may not realize is um see this past season you were coming off of a torn acl your left <clears throat> it wasn't a acl as my kneecap wouldn't stay in place oh, okay so that's right mm-hmm. mpfl i think you call it so they put a screw in my femur and hooks in my kneecap and basically remade a ligament to keep mm-hmm. my kneecap in place and so, from in terms of how how long were you sort of out of commission in terms of physical activity on your knee? 
um, before you can start your rehab? Uh, I think that was like six weeks, six to eight weeks, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, and then as far as like getting back into football, it was like a six month recovery, just yeah. like an ACL. Um, and you know, you, it takes a while to learn, like get your confidence back on your knee and really strengthen up your quad again and confidence, like you said too. Um, <clears throat> but it was, it was a true six month recovery and really I'm just now like starting to feel as strong as I did before it. Um. So it takes a long time to, and it's a mindset. Yeah. I mean, I, I was working out here, um, uh, at the, this fantastic gym that anybody's looking <laughs> to change their fitness should join. Um, I was, uh, working out here and then I had a little meniscus issue. I could clean up, but then I it got infected. And so I was, oh, wow. I was off my knee for about six weeks and I had happened to have done a, um, body scan you know you said an in in body image scanner yeah, thing. Yeah. i know you guys have them on campus and i did one right before and i did one when i came back and i had lost like 30 pounds or something uh while i was out but then um it was like 14 or 15 pounds of muscle mass wow and so much of it was in my legs because i was you know and you 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 can see it in the picture i mean you're quad you, when you're off of it for that long and you're before you can even start your rehab you lose so much strength in your quad you do yeah. i mean to the point that it's hard you you know you, you need assistance walking upstairs i mean mm -hmm. you know and so i was just building back to live the daily relatively sedentary life that a lawyer leads you're having to get back to the point that you can compete against some of the best athletes on earth yes sir yeah right so i mean it, it makes perfect sense that it's a six month uh full recovery for it and then and then your recovery last year was complicated by the fact that you, you know Tulane's got great facility for rehabbing you know, yeah the hotel in Birmingham, Birmingham yeah. does not yes sir. yeah <laughs> right no you, <clears throat> there's definitely some adversity there but you know you're always going to face that in life so sure mm -hmm. got to find a way to make it work yeah did you feel did you feel like your your season got off to a slower start as a result I mean you're coming <clears throat> off the injury and not blaming the, the the lack of rehab facility, but just it, the you were not a hundred percent until later in the year, uh, really, or at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't like to blame it on that. I mm. would I would say it was more of my confidence, just getting my confidence back in my knee. Mm. You know, sitting down a bull rush or you know playing off of it, back on an inside move. Um, so it, it takes a long time to, you know, you might get all the strength back, but it, you're still you know that feeling of getting rolled up on or it's i'm sure you've felt that before it's uh it's not a good feeling so no um you, you just got to trust it and it, it takes time to really trust it well and then you're you're putting yourself back in the same place you were when you got hurt and yeah. you got to and there's something in the back of your mind yeah wondering if it's going to go again mm -hmm. i mean because a lot of a lot of what you're doing particularly say a speed you got a speed rush or whatever you're getting out quickly i mean you're you're supporting a lot of your load on that joint, yes, you know, sir. and yeah. taking the impact and all that, and, and and so how did you? How did it get hurt? What what type of play was it? It was you know? in 2020 versus Houston. It was just inside zone to the left, and somebody came in and made a tackle and just basically rolled up on rolled, rolled up on it. And I had had it happen before. Mm -hmm. um, I had it happen to both knees in 2018 versus East Carolina, uh, my red shirt freshman year. Mm -hmm. um, sat out for a drive came back in and then at the end of the game it happened to the other knee um 
and then kind of just, just getting rolled up or well yeah one was getting rolled up on and the other one it just kind of gave out um and then rehabbed that really hard didn't happen again for two years two and a half years mm-hmm. and then uh at houston it happened again i got rolled up on pretty good and um sat out for two weeks uh i said I'd, i could play with it so taped it up braced it up you know and uh played the rest of the season and then <clears throat> the bowl game the idaho bowl uh kind of tweaked it again and they're like we're gonna we're gonna do the surgery yeah it's sure. one of these things that's just gonna keep yeah you know, because because you're not fused or there's no stability there's gonna keep yeah keep yes moving sir. on you yes and, sir. and you're always gonna be less than 100 yeah um so yeah, but I mean, you're living with, and so I, the reason I asked what sort of play it happened on because you're 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 sort of living with that in the back of your mind. Yeah, that that next moment to get rolled mm-hmm. up on is is right around the corner. Yeah, and and am I going to be able to? Is this repair going to hold when that happens? Yes, right? sir. And you can't you can't play the game like that. Um, right. Mm-hmm. You, you got to play full speed, and uh, if you don't, I mean, you're it's going to it's more likely yeah more likely <laughs> yeah. to happen. So you kind of just. You got to put it in the back of your head, push it away, and just play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's always something that's I, I think every good football coach, at least, ever drilled in your head. It's like you know, if you play playing less than full speed because you're trying to protect something, is just making you more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, and so, okay, so so you've now completed all the recovery. You made it through last season. You had ups and downs. As a team, we had ups and downs. Yeah. But you didn't have your best season. Not at all. And, <laughs> and uh, I mean, we're not pulling bunches here. But but at the same time, I mean, you know, whether I talked to Nick, I talked to Dorian, I talked to uh, the, both safeties, Larry and Make. I mean, uh, you know, guy after guy, and sincere, of course, guy after guy, um, you know, just talk about how important you are to to what we have going for and then and, and you know nick i asked him you know who are you excited about seeing next year and i was one of you were one of the first guys he said of course nick being nick you know yeah had a lot of guys a lot. <laughs> but 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 you were one of his first guys because he's just like man people don't understand what joey uh, you know was was went through in terms of his injury and everything and and coming back and like him healthy next year is gonna make a huge difference to this team yes sir and so uh, i imagine so. You, you're you're looking I, forward yeah. to that very excited about that um mm-hmm. just put last season in the past but you know learn from it i think it brought us it really brought us closer together mm-hmm. the things we went through from the hurricane to how tough of a season it was um you know it was it was a tough year but it really did bring us closer together this team's closer already in two months than we've ever been you know we <clears throat> goal in mind is a win conference so yeah and mm-hmm. So I think I think it's going to be last season was good for us. Uh it's good for me. Um a lot of a lot of stuff I learned and uh so it'll be good. Yeah. yeah. And so let's see um and and you talked so how many games let's see you redshirt your first year and then you got an extra year for covid and so you're probably looking at 50ish starts now or <clears throat> close to that in the 40s. Maybe. Um I'm not sure. I really yeah. don't know. Cause it's, uh, I half of my red shirt freshman year I started, except for one game. Mm-hmm. All of nineteen, um, all of twenty, except for two games, maybe three. I'm not sure. And then all of last year. So I don't yeah, know. That's, that's really mid forties. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 
I thought so. I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's kind of been penciling in and forget it other than some injuries here and there, but, um, but man, we want to make sure you go out on oh, yeah. where you want to be. Out. I mean, cause you've, you've seen a lot. Your, your red shirt year was the banks was in year. Right? Yeah. So, you know, so, so we actually should have gone the bowl, but didn't. Yeah. And we, ever since coach Fritz was here, that 17 year, it was win a bowl game. We got to, we got to get to a bowl game. We got to win it. And you know, we did three consecutive and, you know, that's not the goal anymore. We, we got to win conference. Sure. And, you know, that was, that was our goal. And we came here, we got a, <clears throat> we get a lot, like coach Fritz does a great job of recruiting. He gets a lot of really good kids that could go elsewhere. And, uh, you know, we've, we've put a lot into this and, uh, we want to see Tulane win again, you know, just yeah. like 98 team. Yeah, and, man, no <laughs> so. doubt. I, and I mean, that's what, I, that's when I look at it, I, what I see is a team that's more talented than, um, then at any time, I mean, I've watched it all along. Any time since my '98 team, you yeah. may be more talented than we were, <laughs> but we were, uh, you know, we were gifted in certain ways. But, um, um, you know, so I, I guess what's impressive to me, you say how close you are now. I mean, when you're talking about bowl game, bowl game, bowl game, expectations are raised, and then you have a two and ten season. After everybody's looking, you know, I'm sure you went in the last year thinking you can win the league. Oh yeah, especially after our first game, you know. Yeah, sure. Oklahoma had a last drive to beat Oklahoma, and, right? You know, so expectations were high, um, <clears throat> and then that season, and yeah, it was, it was very humbling. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody learned a lot and brought us all closer together. And <clears throat> Coach Fritz uh, talked about it. I think it was the Katrina. Um, team had to go to Louisiana Tech yeah. or something like that. <laughs> they lived in a condemned dorm, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And um, he talked to somebody on that team. I can't remember who, but he said, you know, that brought them closer together than ever. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> so we we really learned from it. And like I said, we're we're closer than ever. Yeah. Well, and that's that's one of those things that that sort of adversity can either um, make you closer together, which you hope for, or it could just completely tear apart a weaker mm -hmm. team. Uh, is there any one or two things you give credit to for the fact that the, we got the good result that that you guys actually have developed a closer bond through it? Is it is it just the nature, you know, character of the guys? Is it you know, Coach Fridge's leadership? Is it a little bit all you know? <clears throat> I think this year uh, the character and leadership has definitely taken a step forward than we've ever had before. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because. Like you've seen it and everybody's seen it, the coaching changes we've had over the years, um, it, it can make it hard to rely on a coach, you know. And <clears throat> so it's it's really – last year made us really close, and this year has made us really close, like just the goal that we have in mind and what we're working towards mm -hmm. every day. So <clears throat> uh, I would say that just the leadership that we've had on this team so far yeah. is really – yeah, and so the cat, you know, you got veterans like you um, uh, leading. I suspect Joey, you're one of these quiet lead by example types. Yeah, I'm not. I don't speak a lot. Yeah, you know, I I'd rather lead by example, um, and I, I don't have much to say all mm -hmm. the time when it needs to be said. I I do say it, but yeah, I don't. <clears throat> I probably need to do more, you know, speaking up, but. Uh, we've got some great vocal leaders, um, and you've had them all in here since you're Nick. Well, I'll just I've had some, a lot, three of your captains, yeah. right? Yeah. I um, mean, Nick, Dorian, and, and since you're kind of just exceptional 
leader types. Uh, Tajay was here. Tajay's a little bit more like you. Like he's yeah. a little bit quieter. Yeah. Um, he's he's my buddy. Uh, me and Tajay get along real well. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he he's from he's from a little town in Louisiana. Yeah, Ponchatoula is a little. You know, yeah. it's it's not that different where I grew up. Yeah. Um. And then uh. Yeah. And then I've had Larry and Macon. Now Macon Macon is, yeah. grew up closest to me. He's a character. Yeah. Although you know he he kept it reserved on the show. And then Larry's just a, a nice guy. Another yeah. veteran leader. Yeah. Um. So I mean, you kind of got a great core. I, I I need to get Mike on here, but you know, Mike 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 wants others to get the shine. So so <laughs> yeah. we'll get to him. But uh, but I want to get him, and I want to get uh, I, I got to get Jaden Kennedy on here. I yeah. Imagine he might be a little bit of a character. Yeah. As a, probably as, yes, as a Florida boy. Yeah. If I know anything about those Florida guys from from my <laughs> from the guys I played with, they like to talk. So yeah. that should be interesting. Yes, sir. Um. But let's talk about some of the guys. Let's, let's some of the guys you played against. Who who are? Um, yeah, I mean, you you've played like I said, mid forties games in the American and and elsewhere. Who are some of the toughest guys you've lined up against? No doubt to me, Cam Sample. Yeah, I mean, every you know we came in the same class, and you know he was always he's always naturally strong, naturally uh, really fast, really twitchy. But his last year here, he he stepped it up a whole another notch. Um, as a, I mean, he was the uh, MVP of the Senior Bowl for the week of practice and the game. Um, he took a ton of snaps for the Bengals this year. They went to a Super Bowl. Um, but just his uh, his drive and like his, he was always active. He uh, took it to a whole nother level that mm -hmm. last year he was here. So it's it's always easy for me to say him. Um, Patrick Johnson as well. He's he's kind of turning into outside linebacker now for the Eagles. Mm -hmm. But I played, yeah, like you said, I've I've played some elite uh, talent, defensive ends, Quincy Roche at Temple. I'm sure you remember that game. Yep, that yep. wasn't a fun game. Um, <laughs> yeah, not a, a good fun game. game at all. I didn't know that was you though. Yeah, yeah no, you got a good game against. Uh, this year we played four defensive ends that just ran, I think, under a four six in the forty. Uh, Nick Benito from Oklahoma. Benito was a he, hell of a pass yeah, rusher. He's yeah, he's very fast. He's a great pass rusher. Mm -hmm. um the other uh other dn they has like isaiah thomas or something like mm -hmm. that um old miss defensive end number i forget his name i think sam williams S single digit guy yeah yeah um who else i think there was one more uh cincinnati uh sanders yeah mm -hmm. uh so you know we've <clears throat> we who play wreaking havoc against bama in the, yeah. in the playoffs <laughs> he was um played some elite dns and Linebackers, Tulsa's linebacker. A few years oh, ago. Xavier Collins. Yeah, yeah. Um, Xavier Collins. But yeah. no, it's, yeah. A lot yeah, of I mean, you know, I I don't know about you. I mean, is it the the you know you got the guys who are pure speed guys, right? And yeah. it's tough because they 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 make you commit so early, and 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 they can they can quickly turn a corner at the same time. You know, I I probably prefer that over a camp sample who yeah has quickness who both. has speed but he can also line up on your nose and beat you in in or out you know he run can you beat over. you on any run play you know yeah he can, he can just do everything you know yeah. and make it really uncomfortable for you when they line up over your nose. i mean it's hard to set on them because they two-way go and everything and mm -hmm. it's just I, I my preference would be to just to a quick guy because you yeah. can kind of run them past the quarterback a little yes, bit sir. Yeah, no, that's that's why I say Cam because you know at, at any given time he can run right past you, or he can put his foot in the ground and bully you, yeah. whatever you wanted. Um, 
in his last year, he, he really, he really did that. So it's been fun to watch him grow and him and Pat. And, uh, yeah. I mean, he's just a great, happy for him. great kids too. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, man. So, so, so let's, let's cover some important stuff now. You know, I, I, I go up to see my wife's family and, you know, it's always like some kind of, you know, we on Sundays, you know, there's going to be some kind of roast, some rice and beans or, yeah. or, or peas and beans and rice and cornbread. What, what, what sort of the, the country staple you love the most when you were, uh, as a kid? Um, I love fried okra. Yeah. <laughs> I love fried okra. I uh, love my mom's green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, so it's kind of a weird history here in my family. Um, she's from New Jersey. So I didn't grow up eating, uh, you know, your stapled Southern food that, sure. you know, I did at my friend's house and, you know, my uh, dad's boss. And, uh, but I, I didn't really grow up eating that, <clears throat> the staple Southern food and, and until I started dating my girlfriend too. Um, now, where's she from? She's from Tuscaloosa, okay. Alabama. Okay. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> But no, so story on that. My uncle went to Alabama. His dream was to uh, play football for Bear Bryant. So he walked on at Alabama. I think he played for Gene Stallings. Um, and then my mom followed him. They wanted to get out of the north. So followed him down. They couldn't take the cold anymore. And she went to Mississippi State. My dad went to state um, after playing basketball for a few years. And that's where they met. And they've moved all across the southeast. And then made it back to starkville um but yeah that's i didn't grow up eating the normal yeah. southern food so uh, i've obviously had it and yeah all okay and, so mom's green beef guys are on it now but since you've come to new orleans now oh uh, yeah that's a whole different story what, what are the what, what are the uh what are the <clears throat> the reigning champs in terms of your uh your Go. favorite delicacies um you gotta i love a shrimp po' boy you mm. know I, mean, I could go on forever. Yeah, uh, go ahead. <laughs> We're uh, for we, we we oysters. We, I, I like oysters. Mm-hmm. Uh, all sorts of places have their own oysters here. Uh, oyster. What what do they call them? Um, they grill them. Oh, char grilled. Yeah. Char grilled oysters. Oysters mm-hmm. Schlesinger or something like that. Or I forget the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, etouffee. Love the etouffee. There's always some restaurants always have their own touch of some type of pasta like crawfish alfredo or shrimp alfredo and uh uh what else you know i think it's really interesting about new orleans is everybody thinks like cajun right this cajun food to me is there's so many other cultures that are so much so much good like because uh when i was here john maglu steelers now he's a guard for the steelers he's from lafayette so he would always bring back like Boudin from Lafayette. Sure. At, uh, I'm sure you've heard of. Is it Billy's? Billy's. Billy's, Billy's Boudin. Boudin. To me, that kind of stuff. That's like my the real Cajun when you get out yeah. of out of New Orleans, and I'm sure you know that growing up here. Um, but I, I'm really impressed with all the other foods. There's a deli that I love to go to. Uh, Steins. Yeah, yeah. Steins, Steins deli. Steins love it. For I sure. love Steins. Yeah, and you can, and that's totally that's a Philadelphia or something yeah. type of deli style deli. I mean, it's it's nothing to do in New Orleans, but it's really yeah. good. Um, Some of the best bagels around. Yeah, yeah. we've done that for some of these early game tailgates. Really, Steins. One of my crew members would go grab a bunch of Stein bagels and we. 
I did ruin his table with the little portable camp grill I brought one time. So, <laughs> that's a story for another time, but it's got molding now. Luckily, yeah. we didn't catch the quad on fire. But uh, but we grilled, you know, just grill, toast those bagels on that. And, yeah. And, and, yeah, it was that's a good awesome. deal. Some smoked salmon, you know. Um, Italian food's real good here. Uh, have you been to Sofia? Yeah. On, mm-hmm. That's a good place. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, Sofia owned by a former Tulane football player. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I okay. went with uh, – Mike took us there one time, me and Corey, mm-hmm. one of his NIL deals with him. So oh, cool. Okay. Idea. I didn't realize it. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So a uh, ton, of, ton of good stuff there. The, uh, the one, you know, I did something last Friday with my kid, though. I, I think I, I can recommend to you for some, for some of the boys. Uh, Bure right there on Carrollton. Really? Yeah, they they have an outdoor courtyard on Friday afternoons. It's just like a little group playing some music, and you oh, sit sweet. outside in the weather. Mm-hmm. And it's like char grilled oysters available, uh, boudin, mm-hmm. and wings essentially, I, and some po' boys and stuff. But oh, like wow. we just ordered some wings. We ordered a dozen char grilled oysters and a couple links of boudin, and that's awesome. Shared it and just sit there and <laughs> listen to music. It's a good time. So, uh, what's your favorite crawfish? Favorite crawfish? I mean, best crawfish around here to get. Yeah, yeah, I just uh, the the standard boil. Your yeah, house. yeah, yeah. Home, home boils usually the best way to do it. Yeah. Um, uh, what's that? Uh, Bevy and Bevy, yeah. Bevy's a good place if you're gonna pick some up. You mm-hmm. know, I've been but there. There's a oh, lot of spots. Shapers, cats. There you go. <laughs> He's got it. Yeah. Um, I know that's a big. Uh, there's always argument about who's got the best crawfish. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Corey. Corey Dublin boils crawfish, and uh, he's always taking me to um, it's like crawfish cook-offs, and you pay like twenty bucks, and okay. that's all you can eat. Oh wow! At yeah. the at uh, churches, and it's awesome. That's, that's probably the, <laughs> Corey that's, knows where to find them. Oh yeah, that's that was a lot of fun going to those. Yeah, we had a teammate. Uh, we had a teammate. He was older than us, and um, he was from Cutoff, Louisiana, which I don't know if you even heard of Cutoff, but it's sounds familiar, but I don't. It, <laughs> yeah, it's it's way down there, and uh, he we had overlap. In other words, the older guys when I was playing were the younger guys when he was playing, but they had a tradition, and we'd always go down and cut off uh, for this festival, this Cajun festival they had down there. Oh, and it wow. was like everything under the sun, like yeah. all the all the foods you name. <laughs> um, and we would just like pile up in some trucks, go down there, and have the best time of our lives. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the amount of food that was put away was just massive. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know, it's it's such a central part of our culture here. Um, oh yeah. And people get excited. Um, mm-hmm. There's a reason to gather, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's just cool. I mean, it's 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 one of these things about the city. And like you said, it's not only just all the Cajun Creole stuff we have. Is you know, you get great Vietnamese here. You oh get, yeah. You know, so it's a bunch of just it's so cool. So. Well, uh, Joey, I'm looking at my watch. We, we are running at the end of the time. It's been a good time chatting with you. Yeah, man. it's been awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, happy to have you. I'm going to be coming watching y'all uh, some in the spring, and hopefully we can get out here. We'll get remote, maybe do a Jimmy O show from from the practice field while y'all That'd be awesome. do spring practice. Yeah, there. Thank you for having me. It's been uh, awesome. All right, man. Thank you very much for coming, and thank you to – Roof Fitness and Stack Coaching for having us once again, folks. Uh, welcome back to the Jimmy O Show after a little break. Happy to be back after some time actually in a desert and then Mardi Gras. Um, so glad to be back with you folks. And we will be coming back with you throughout the spring and into the summer with more of these. Checking out your favorite two-lane players. Make sure you look us up and subscribe on the YouTube channel. Subscribe on the podcast feeds to the Jimmy O Show on the Fear of the Wavecast channels. And we'll see you next time. Thanks.
All right.